chapter 21 Hygiene Among the Israelites In the teaching that God gave to Israel, the preservation of health received careful attention. The people who had come from slavery with the unclean and unhealthful habits which it engendered were subjected to the strictest training in the wilderness before entering Canaan. Health principles were taught and sanitary laws enforced. Subheading, Prevention of Disease Not only in their religious service, but in all the affairs of daily life, was observed the distinction between clean and unclean. All who came in contact with contagious or contaminating diseases were isolated from the encampment and they were not permitted to return without thorough cleansing of both the person and the clothing. In the case of someone afflicted with a contaminating disease, the direction was given as follows. Every bed whereon they lie is unclean, and everything whereon they sit shall be unclean. And whoever touches their bed shall wash their clothes and bathe themselves in water and be unclean until the evening. And they that sit on anything that he sat on shall wash his clothes and bathe them in water and be unclean until the evening. And whoever touches the flesh of the sick person shall wash their clothes and bathe themselves in water and be unclean until the evening. And whoever touches anything that was under the sick person shall be unclean until the evening. And the person that carries any of those things shall wash their clothes and bathe them in water and be unclean until the evening. And whomsoever they touch and has not rinsed their hands in water shall wash their clothes and bathe themselves in water and be unclean until the evening. And the vessel of earth that they touch shall be broken, and every vessel of wood shall be rinsed in water. Leviticus 15, verses 4 to 12. The law concerning leprosy is also an illustration of the thoroughness with which these regulations were to be enforced. Leviticus 13, 46 to 52 says, All the days wherein the plague is in the leper, they shall be defiled, they are unclean, they shall dwell alone, they will live outside the camp. The garment also that the plague of leprosy is in, whether it be a woolen garment or a linen garment, whether it be in the warp or in the woof thread of the linen or the woolen, whether in a skin or in anything made of skin, the priest shall look upon the plague. If the plague is spread in the garment, either in the warp or in the woof threads, or in a skin, or in any work that is made of skin, the plague is a fretting leprosy. It is unclean. He shall therefore burn the garment, whether warp or woof, in woolen or in linen, or anything of skin wherein the plague is for it is a fretting leprosy, it shall be burnt in the fire. 
So too, if a house gave evidence of conditions that rendered it unsafe for habitation, it was destroyed. The priest was to break down the house, the stones of it and the timber thereof, and all the mortar of the house, and he shall carry them out of the city into an unclean place. Moreover, he that goes into the house, all the while that it is shut up, shall be unclean until the evening. And he that lies in the house shall wash their clothes, and he that eats in the house shall wash his clothes. Leviticus 14, 45-47 Subheading, Cleanliness The necessity of personal cleanliness was taught in the most impressive manner. Before gathering at Mount Sinai, to listen to the proclamation of the law by the voice of God, the people were required to wash both themselves and their clothing. This direction was enforced on pain of death. No impurity was to be tolerated in the presence of God. During the sojourn in the wilderness of the Israelites were almost continually in the open air, where impurities would have a less harmful effect than upon the dwellers in small houses. But the strictest regard to cleanliness was required both within and without their tents. No refuse was allowed to remain within or about the encampment. The Lord said, The Lord your God walks in the midst of your camp to deliver you and to give up your enemies before you. Therefore shall your camp be holy. Deuteronomy 23 verse 14 Subheading Diet The distinction between clean and unclean was made in all matters of diet. I am the Lord your God, which have separated you from other people. You shall therefore put difference between clean beasts and unclean, and between unclean fowls and clean. And you shall not make your souls abominable by beast or by fowl, or by any manner of living thing, which I have separated from you as unclean. Leviticus 20, 24 and 25 Many articles of food eaten freely by the heathen about then were forbidden to the Israelites. It was no arbitrary distinction that was made. The things prohibited were unwholesome, and the fact that they were pronounced unclean taught the lesson that the use of injurious foods is defiling, that which corrupts the body tends to corrupt the soul. It unfits the user for communion with God, unfits him for high and holy service. In the promised land, the discipline begun in the wilderness was continued under circumstances favourable to the formation of right habits. The people were not crowded together in cities, but each family had its own landed possession, ensuring to all the health-giving blessings of a natural, unperverted life. Concerning the cruel, licentious practices of the Canaanites, who were dispossessed by Israel, the Lord said, You shall not walk in the manners of the nation which I cast out before you, for they committed all these things, and therefore I abhorred them. Verse 23 Neither shall you bring any abomination into your house, 
lest you be a cursed thing like it was. Deuteronomy 7.26 In all the affairs of their daily life, the Israelites were taught the lesson set forth by the Holy Spirit. Know you not that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? If any man defiles the temple of God, him shall God destroy, for the temple of God is holy, which temple you are. 1 Corinthians 3, 16 and 17 Subheading Rejoicing A merry rejoicing heart does good like a medicine. Proverbs 17, 22 Gratitude Rejoicing Benevolence Trust in God's love and care These are health's greatest safeguard. To the Israelites they were to be the very keynote of life. The journey made three times a year to the annual feasts of Jerusalem, the week's sojourn in booths during the Feast of the Tabernacles, were opportunities for outdoor recreation and social life. These feasts were occasions of rejoicing, made sweeter and more tender by the hospitable welcome given to the stranger, the Levite and the poor. Rejoice in every good thing which the Lord your God has given to you and unto your house and you and the Levite and the stranger that is among you. Deuteronomy 26.11 So in later years when the law of God was read in Jerusalem to the captives returned from Babylon and the people wept because of their transgressions, the gracious words were spoken. Mourn not, go your way. Eat the fat and drink the sweet and send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared for this day is holy unto our Lord. Neither will you be sorry for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Nehemiah 8, 9 and 10 And it was published and proclaimed in all their cities and in Jerusalem saying, Go forth to the mountain, fetch olive branches and pine branches and myrtle branches and palm branches and branches of thick trees and to make booths as it is written. So the people went out and bought them and made themselves booths, everyone upon the roof of his house and in their courts and in the courts of the house of God and in the street and of the water gate and in the street of the gate of Ephraim. And all the congregation of those that were come again out of the captivity made booths and sat under the booths. And there was very great gladness. Verses 15 to 17. God gave to Israel instruction in all the principles essential to physical as well as moral health. And it was concerning these principles no less than concerning those of the moral law that he commanded them. These words which I command you this day shall be in your heart, that you shall teach them diligently unto your children, and shall talk of them when you sit down in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise up. And you shall bind them for a sign upon 
your hand, and they shall be at the frontlets between your eyes. They shall write them upon the posts of your house and on your gates. Deuteronomy 6, 6-9 And when your son asks you in time to come, saying, What mean the testimonies and the statutes and the judgments which the Lord our God has commanded you? Then you will say to your son, The Lord commanded us to do all these statutes, to fear the Lord our God for our good always, that he might preserve us alive as it is at this day. Had the Israelites obeyed the instructions they received and profited by their advantages, they would have been the world's object lesson of health and prosperity. If, as a people, they had lived according to God's plan, they would have been preserved from the diseases that afflicted other nations. Above any other people, they would have possessed physical strength and vigour of intellect. They would have been the mightiest nation on the earth, God said. You will be blessed above all people. Deuteronomy 7.14 The Lord has avouched you this day to be his peculiar people, as he has promised you that you should keep all his commandments and to make you high above all the nations which he has made in praise and in name and in honour and that you may be a holy people unto the Lord your God as he has spoken Deuteronomy 26, 18 and 19 and all these blessings shall come to you and overtake you if you shall hearken unto the voice of the Lord your God Blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, and the fruit of your ground, and the fruit of your cattle, the increase of your kine, and the flocks of your sheep. Blessed shall be your basket and your store. Blessed shall you be when you come in. And blessed shall you be when you go out. Deuteronomy 28, verses 2 to 6. The Lord shall command the blessing upon you in your storehouses and in all that you set your hand to do. And he shall bless you in the land which the Lord your God gives you. The Lord shall establish you an holy people unto himself. And he has sworn to you that if you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways and all people of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord and they shall be afraid of you and the Lord shall make you plenteous in goods and in fruit of your body and in the fruit of your cattle and in the fruit of thy ground and in the land which the Lord swear to your fathers to give you. The Lord shall open to you his good treasure, the heaven, to give the rain to your land in his season. 
and to bless all the work of your hand. And the Lord shall make you the head and not the tail, and you shall be above only, and you shall not be beneath. And if that you hearken unto the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you this day to observe and do them. Verses 8 to 13. To Aaron the high priest and to his sons the direction was given on this wise you shall bless the children of Israel saying to them Jehovah bless you and keep you Jehovah make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you Jehovah lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace so shall they put my name upon the children of Israel, and I will bless them. As your days, so shall your strength be. There is none like unto God, O Jeshurun, who rideth upon the heavens for your help, and in his excellency on the skies, the eternal God is your dwelling place, and underneath are the everlasting arms. Israel dwells in safety, the fountain of Jacob alone. In a land of corn and wine, yes, his heavens drop down dew. Happy are you, O Israel, who is like unto you, a people saved by the Lord, the shield of your help, and that is the sword of your excellency. Number 6, 23 to 27 and Deuteronomy 33, 25-29. The Israelites failed of fulfilling God's purpose and thus failed of receiving the blessings that might have been theirs. But in Joseph and Daniel, in Moses and Elisha and many others, we have noble examples of the results of the true plan of living. Like faithfulness today will produce like results. To us it is written, You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, and you show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvellous light. 1 Peter 2.9 Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. He shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be vigorous and covered with foliage. Let your heart keep my commandments for length of days and for long life and peace shall they add to you. Then shall you walk in your way safely, and your foot shall not stumble. When you lie down, you shall not be afraid. Yes, thou shalt lie down, and thy sleep will be sweet. Be not afraid of sudden fear, neither of the desolation of the wicked, when it comes. For the Lord shall be your confidence and shall keep your foot from being taken. Jeremiah 17 verse 7 
and Psalm 92, 12 to 15. Proverbs 3, verses 1 and 2, and then 23 to 26.